Welcome back to another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome. My name is Inez Bai. I am a health and mindset coach, especially for women that really want to let go of negative self-limiting beliefs and step into a body that they feel really proud of whilst also eating all of their favorite foods and just building a life that they really love. Today, I'm going to be chatting a little bit about how to start being more intuitive. This has been a journey that I have been on over the past three or four years myself. I mean, honestly, when I think about it, I didn't even realize that I had an intuition until about three or four years ago. So it's only something that has, I guess, not recently come into my life. It's been a couple of years, but it's definitely not a concept I was familiar with as I was growing up. And I feel like over the past couple of years, especially as I've been growing my business and working with more clients than ever before, it's been so important to me to tap into my intuition and to really listen to my body in terms of my relationship with food, but also in terms of making sure that I'm doing things that really feel aligned for me, because that's the best way that we can conserve our energy, that we can really take care of ourselves and listening to our intuition, even when it doesn't make sense, is the ultimate act of self-love. And what I've really found in my own journey and in my clients is that when we build a life we truly love, we are less likely to take our emotions out on food. We're less likely to be burnt out and overwhelmed and again, take it out on our bodies or on exercise. And we can really build a healthy relationship with our physical form in a way that's really nourishing, healthy, inside and out. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about my own journey with tapping into my intuition, uncovering what that actually even is and how you can start living a life that feels really aligned for you as well. So just a quick little update before we get started today, I am sitting in my room as those of you who have been following me for a little while will know that I recently moved out and I'm hitting the month anniversary of moving out into this share house. And it has been so amazing as again, those of you who have been following me, thank you so much for being along this journey. Like the podcast this year has grown so much and I'm so excited about what it's going to keep growing into. So really stay tuned for that because I've got so many cool things planned that will be coming up. And the best way to find out about them is to make sure that you've subscribed and um, are listening to this episode every, well, I drop, two, I drop two new episodes every single week for you. So that's the best way to get the first hot tips. Um, and as you also know, I recently became single. So that's been a whole new thing that I've been navigating. I started a new job. So there's been lots of change in my life, which has been freaking awesome and I honestly love change and I love variety. I really believe that variety is the spice of life. But let me tell you, when you are in this process of healing, of finding yourself again, of creating new identities, it can be exhausting. So it is time for this chick to have some time to integrate, aka relax, chill the fuck out. And tomorrow I'm going to Tasmania with four of my friends from school who I've known for years and years who I don't catch up with so much anymore, but um, it's always always really nice when you can catch up with those friends and just feel like you pick up right where you left off. So I'm feeling really excited about that. And I'm really happy that I'm sitting down now to record this podcast for you so that you get to have this really juicy information about your intuition, about listening to your gut, um, which has honestly helped me in so many areas of my life, in my body obviously, and in food. I'm now coming up to maybe almost a year of not tracking. Earlier on last year, I did a diet tracking my macros. Um, it didn't really work out very successfully. If you want to go listen, I think I did an ep- episode on why that diet didn't work so well. But basically what I was doing it was following a crowd, aka not listening to my gut, not listening to what excited me. And that's why it didn't work out. And I feel like this is constantly the work, right? Of realizing things 
that do suit you and that do light you up versus what you're doing just to people please. And if I think back to my whole life, I have always been in this act of performing. And when I mean, when I say performing, I mean always trying to figure out what like the best thing to do was or what the coolest thing to do was or what things I could say or what actions I could take or whatever it was so that I could live up to other people's standards or be accepted by other people or be thought of in a good way by other people. And when you're performing, when you're not living from your own authentic self and I wasn't living, you know, my own authentic self because I didn't think I was good enough and I didn't open up to anyone about those feelings because I didn't know how, you know, I was a teenager and that's just kind of like how I grew up. When you're living in kind of this performing way, whether it be consciously or subconsciously, for me growing up, it was definitely subconscious, but it was a survival mechanism for me. You are constantly worried that people are going to find out that you're not who you say you are, or you're constantly worried that you're going to do the wrong thing because you're not coming from a place of truth and you're constantly wanting other people's acceptance and validation and reassurance because you're performing for someone else other than yourself. And the only way that you can have that momentary glimpse of feeling whole is when someone is like, oh yeah, that's funny. Or someone laughs at your joke or someone invites you to a party. But in reality, this is really just a band-aid to the bigger problem, which is not trusting yourself, not thinking that you are good enough, and also not ever allowing yourself to listen to your intuition. So let's really like define what intuition means. Intuition is basically that deep inner wisdom within your body that every single one of us have. Although what I will say is that intuition is not necessarily words. And I learned the other day that some people don't have that voice that goes on in their heads, which to me is insane because that voice for me is working overtime. It would literally be the fittest part of my body, that voice inside of my head, because I am literally going through life at a million miles an hour. I'm thinking about every single different thing all of the time. I'm always thinking about lots of different scenarios or what if I do this and really constantly trying to think about all of the different options that I can take, which can be exhausting, right? Especially when we're trying to think about what other people want or what other people think, because at the end of the day, those things are so far outside of our control that of course it's going to take so much energy for us to try and guess the whole time. And this is why it is really important to do the work on ourselves first, because the more that we can give back to ourselves, the more that we can give out to others and the more that we can really start to trust ourselves and not be running on empty the whole time. And what was happening for me was that I was running on empty the whole time. And I thought that the only way to be filled up was to get validation from other people, was to be more popular or to get more attention from other people. And like I was saying before, that was really just a band-aid to my deeper problem, which was not trusting myself at, at that deeper level. And the thing that actually really started my journey of being more introspective whilst I went through this whole journey of my health and fitness, of getting to a place where I was really burnt out, really skinny, really unhappy in my body, having really negative thoughts, was actually a breakup that I experienced maybe four or five years ago, so a while now. And I remember that this person dumped me out of the blue. And at that point, I realized that I had put all of my worthiness on this person telling me that I was good, telling me that I was attractive, telling me that I was really smart at what I did. And when I didn't have that one person around me to give me all of that attention, I also didn't have anyone that I felt safe to be around because that person had given me so much reassurance that I had become so codependent on that relationship, on that person, um, because I'd also, because of all of that reassurance, I felt so safe in opening myself up completely and being totally myself in that relationship. And when I lost that relationship, I lost that ability to be authentic. 
when you are in a breakup, it's not necessarily, the saddest part of it is not necessarily that the relationship is ending, but it's actually that you lose a part of yourself. You lose that version of you that you were in that relationship. And now I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> I wish I did. I'm glad that I have this knowledge now as I'm kind of, you know, entering this new phase of my life as well. At the time, I didn't realize what that was. And it just felt like I was having this identity crisis because obviously when you lose a part of yourself, but you don't understand how that happened or how to get it back and you feel like you're not a whole human being, you obviously have this real weird sense of your identity of reality. And you're like, oh my God, does anyone even like me? If, is everyone going to leave me? And that's when we start to really spiral out of control and think, well, that one person that I really opened up to just left me out here to dry. Does that mean that I'm not worthy at all in my whole, in my person? And I had this real big opportunity to be like, and you know, you can look at this situation and be the victim and think, oh, this happened to me and this person did this to me and how could this person do that? Or you can take responsibility and be like, I was the one that placed all of my eggs in that basket. I was the one that allowed myself to be codependent. And I am the one that's putting up all of these walls around other people because I'm so scared to be myself. I posted up about an Instagram um, post the other day about being yourself. And this has been something that I always struggled with. And even now in certain situations, especially new experiences where I haven't had much practice in or I haven't like, I don't know, allowed myself to be myself in those situations before, I still find it tricky sometimes um, because being yourself shouldn't be something that you have to try to do. And so the act of just be yourself, like just try and be yourself is already stopping you from just embodying who you are at your core, at your authenticity. So what I really want to impart with you and what really helped me on my own journey was deciding what I wanted to do and how I wanted to show up, but also deciding to let go of other people's um, opinions of me. And that did mean like letting go of certain relationships, certain friendships that didn't serve me. It meant taking myself out of certain environments that weren't supporting me and fostering my growth or certain environments that weren't allowing me to grow as my most authentic self. Because oftentimes we allow ourselves to stay in environments because we think they're safe and we think that's the best that we can have. And saying no is really, really hard only because we think we're not worthy of anything more. And I totally get that as well. Like, I think it's really natural as humans to have that sense of FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. If I say no to this, there's not going to be another opportunity. But I want to challenge you and I want you to stretch yourself to say no to something that doesn't feel fully aligned with you. And I'm going to give you some tips on how to actually do that. But moving yourself out of an environment gives you more perspective and it allows you to realize that actually, yeah, I am worthy of so much more. And it doesn't mean that you're better than anyone, but it just means that certain environments don't vibrate with you or certain people don't vibrate with you. And it just means that you're not an energetic match or you're not a good match for each other, period, right? So when I kind of went through this whole phase of like realizing that I was only my authentic self around one person, aka codependent, aka toxic, aka who the hell even am I? I was going through this process of letting go of a lot of shit around what I didn't want, not really what I didn't want, but just letting go of like all of these ideas and these boxes that I put myself into, like how I was meant to show up in the world, what degree I was meant to do, what career I was meant to have, how I was going to run my entire life. 
And this really required me to do a lot of deep diving within myself. And at the time I was really lucky to start a new workplace. Again, can you see how I forced myself to go into a new environment, even though it was uncomfortable and it was actually really hard to leave this workplace where I was a big fish in a small pond, but I put myself in this new situation that was uncomfortable. And in now, because I didn't have a relationship and I didn't have anyone to rely on, it opened me up to making new connections, new relationships and having new experiences where I could learn more about myself. So when I was in these situations, I actually came across a friend who mentored me and was kind of like, well, what do you want in your life? And I had never been asked that before, right? So he really gave me the foundation, I guess, to start to turn inwards and to start to really ask myself, what's gotten me here? What are my journey? What's my journey been? What, are, what have I learned? And what can I teach to other people? Because I knew having been already a personal trainer for four or five years at this point that I had such a deep burning desire to help people. But the level at which I was helping people was only through their fitness. And I knew that I wanted to make that deeper than what I was currently doing because the work around my mindset, the work around becoming more self-aware, the work around just, um, yeah, beginning to accept myself as who I was, was so much deeper than just fitness. And this next experience of being in a new workplace and having to really, really own myself and really like, and that breakup was also an experience for me to be like, okay, this is who I am without this person as well, was really a big experience for me to be like, okay, well, who am I and what does define me and what situations have I been through that actually get to be my lessons? Because I read a quote the other day and it said, there's not enough time in our lives to make all of the mistakes. So learn from the mistakes of others and I can really safely say that now you know three years down the track from that whole situation of moving gyms of having the breakup blah 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 I truly am the woman that I needed in my life back in those days when I was feeling so unsure of my identity my values what I wanted from life and my intuition So how do we listen to our intuition? How did I get more in touch with my intuition? I have to say, like I said, it was a lot of work with mentors, coaches, um, launching my business as well really forced me to get to know myself because I am my own brand. And if I'm not assured of who I am and what message that I offer, it's also going to be really unclear for other people as well. And it's not going to be helpful for others. So this is, again, coming back to that point of getting to know yourself, taking care of yourself is not selfish. Prioritizing yourself and allowing yourself to express yourself in the most authentic way by letting go of other people's opinions is actually doing a service to the world. And it is so necessary that you do do that and take the time out to reflect and give yourself the space to actually just be rather than be like, oh, I have to do this and I've got to do this and ticking off this and stepping forwards, blah, 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 is so important so that you can shine bright because only when you do allow yourself to shine bright, will you also be successful? And a lot of people are so scared of being successful because they're scared that if they shine too bright, like I was saying before, that people are going to knock you down because of past experiences that they've had where maybe they've tried to perform or they've tried to put something out there and they have heard a no and that's felt really embarrassing embarrassing but what you want to know is that you have survived it every single time you've been let down every single time you've had a disappointment or something bad's happened to you you have always survived it so holding yourself back from sharing your gifts from getting to know yourself from expressing yourself as the most authentic content version of you inside and out and allowing yourself also to let your physical body express who you are on the inside starts with getting to know who you are internally so that you can actually really genuinely express that. Okay, so that being said, um, listening to your intuition, I'm someone that has always been so freaking indecisive and I used to always blame it on the fact that I'm an Aquarius or um, I don't even know, like my sisters, you know, my family's not that decisive, blah, blah, blah. 
But the reality was is that I was just trying to people please other people and it's something that I'm still letting go of and I'm still working on through this day. Like even just yesterday, I had an experience where I did a favor for someone and I could feel in my body that it was restrictive. It was um, it was already taking away energy from me and, it, and I did that favor anyway and it just led to me having all of these other situations that didn't work out for me because I did this favor for that person. And I, I just learned, again, I felt <laughs> it was frustrating for me because I, I know what it's like when you people please. And I know every time I do a favor for someone that doesn't feel aligned for me, that it always ends up in me feeling anxious and depleted and just really exhausted. And that's not to say that you can't do favors for other people, but you really have to learn how to get in touch with your body. And sometimes it's gonna feel really aligned for you to do that favor for that other person, just totally go out of your way and it feels good and it actually gives you energy. But sometimes we also have to learn when we're solely doing that thing just for that person's validation or attention, because in reality, it never feels as good as we hope it would and we never get the attention or the reassurance from that person that we're doing the favor for and something that I also really want you to know is that if someone wants you in their life and if someone really values you you will know so stop clinging on to whether that person's going to respond or whether that person's going to notice because you are then blocking yourself from actually um, attracting friendships or relationships connections into your life that really really value you without you having to try all the time So, okay, I feel like I keep coming back to this point, but I keep getting distracted. Anyway, this is real life right now. Society has taught us that everything we do needs to be productive. It needs to be rational. There needs to be a reason why we're doing that. We have to be able to explain ourselves all the freaking time. And this is just conditioning. This does not mean that we have to follow it. Again, coming back to our beliefs and what we want to choose to be true, because everything is just made up by a fabric of our own beliefs. We do not have to rationalize every single thing we do. And the only way that you're going to be able to listen to your intuition is by letting go of your logical mind and your brain. Yes, you want to listen to your head. And yes, you know what your head says is important sometimes because it stops us from just randomly jumping off cliffs or going down dark alleyways when we know that, you know, it's probably not the safest thing to do. But also the pendulum has swung way too far to one edge in the sense that we only listen to our head and we feel like if we can't rationalize something, if something doesn't make logical sense initially, then it's not for us. And this could not be further from the truth. And learning this and really understanding this has been finally, has given me finally the permission to do things without it having to logically make sense because our intuition doesn't speak to us in logic. It doesn't speak to us in words. It doesn't speak to us in sentences. It speaks to us in It doesn't even speak to us. It gives us feelings. It gives us innate knowings within our bodies and their feelings. And even trying to explain what those feelings are is already trying to rationalize and make logical sense of our intuition. So when you want to do something and when something feels exciting to you, when something feels expansive, when in your gut it feels like it's light, That's your intuition giving you a sign that that's what you want to do. And oftentimes a really good sign that we're doing something based off our gut, based off our intuition is that we can't rationalize it. So for example, when I moved into this place here where I'm living in the inner West, it was in a suburb that I wasn't looking at at all. You know, I was kind of looking in Newtown or Glebe or places that I kind of like were already well known. And I walked to this place and I I just kind of like on a whim was like, yeah, I'll come here. And I'd been to so many other places where I could visualize like, yeah, this makes sense. This is like a good place where I want to be. Like the housemates are cool. The rent is right. But when I walked into this place, I'm so glad that I didn't say yes earlier because I could feel my entire gut was just like expansive AF. And it didn't really make sense because it wasn't in the exact location I was looking at. It was 
I don't know. There was just wasn't like, I couldn't really explain why basically. And you can hear now I'm already at a loss for words as to why I really wanted to live here. But honestly, now I get to wake up here every single morning and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I live here. And I'm still kind of waiting for the reason to land because that's another thing as well. Oftentimes we think that when we take an action step or when we follow our intuition, that we need to be given confirmation, but that's not always the case. Sometimes it's enough to just take that action step and be like, oh, okay, I feel expansive. Because when you feel expansive, you're in that energy of opportunity. And guess what? That makes you such a magnet for more expansive opportunities versus doing something that you feel like you should because you can explain it because it's got this benefit because of this person said to do it. Guess what opportunities you're then going to attract into your life? More opportunities where you have to explain yourself, where you're dying for validation, where you're feeling like it's never good enough, right? So it's okay to just take one action step, trust your gut without feeling like you need to rationalize yourself. And then just trusting that the next step is going to come available to you because it so will. Like it's even for if you're someone that is really indecisive like me or I was indecisive, you know, I'm working on it now. It's even really little things like the other day I caught the bus down to Bondi and I kind of took the afternoon off to myself because I was just feeling a little bit overwhelmed and, you know, hashtag self-care, got to walk my um, talk. I took myself down to Bondi and I, in my head, I was like, oh, I really feel like sushi and I'm going to get sushi. And so just before I went for a swim, I decided to go to the food places and have a look at what I felt like. And I saw there was this like Lebanese wrap shop and I was like, oh, maybe I should get Lebanese because I never get Lebanese and it would be good to have falafels and blah, 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 blah. And I could feel my brain going overdrive and what I wanted to eat. And I was like, okay, hold on. And this is literally how my brain works. And this is why I feel like my brain is just so freaking full and busy all the time. I was like, okay, hang on. What do I actually want? What lights me up? And in that moment, I was like, you know what? Even though I eat sushi all the time, I still want sushi. Can't explain it. Not going to try and rationalize it. It makes me feel lit up. And yes, that's a really little uh, scenario, but I know for a lot of us, especially if you're listening to this Peaceful Body podcast, you know, I talk a lot about our relationship with food and sometimes we really overcomplicate things by trying to rationalize it all the time. And oftentimes we think, oh, well, if I eat sushi, then that's carbs for lunch and then I can't have carbs for dinner and I'm meant to be going out. And it's just like, let's just relax for a minute. What do you actually want in this moment? I want sushi. Okay, eat the sushi. And then when you go out for dinner later on, you can decide what you want in that moment as well. That's what I mean about not getting ahead of yourself and just really allowing yourself to take the option that feels the lightest, the easiest, the best in that moment. Because oftentimes when we want something or we have a goal or um, we can really, really overcomplicate it and we overcomplicate things by trying to constantly figure out why we want to do the things and explaining ourselves. And again, that's just coming down to society's conditioning of us or in this really like go, go, go productive hustle society that we live in. Right. And it's just about giving yourself the permission to trust yourself. And I want you to envision someone that, you know, that is really intuitive, that has an idea and they just go for it. And what do you think about that person? How does that person live their life? How do you feel about that person? And when I think about really intuitive people that are just living so in alignment with what they want and they're not constantly questioning what they need or what they want or who they are, wow, I really am inspired by those people. And I can see that they've built lives for themselves that truly align with them, regardless of what other people think they should be doing or what the next logical step for them is or what they should have achieved by a certain age. So my homework for you or home play, as I like to call, I this week was uh, week one of the Peaceful Body Project. And at the end of every single call that we have every single week that we do, I give the girls some home play. And um, your home play for this podcast episode is to just 
follow what lights you up without having to explain it the whole time because I can promise you especially over the past couple of months following what lights me up has given me such a level of freedom and it's shown me that we don't have to be struggling all the time and yes there are going to be times where it's hard and it's challenging but also sometimes there is an easier option and it's just a giving ourselves the permission to take that easier option and to make it more relaxing for ourselves and that doesn't mean that we just need to sit back into our comfort zone all the time sometimes taking the easier option means putting yourself in a place where you get coaching sometimes it means like getting help and asking for help instead of trying to figure it out on your own right it doesn't mean just sitting back and watching tv and doing absolutely nothing but it's just allowing yourself to actually indulge in the easier option and it's not even an indulgement it just means actually taking what life is offering you instead of trying to rationalize and being like oh well maybe i should do it this time and maybe tomorrow and what if i do this and how blah 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 literally blah Follow what lights you up. And then if you have an experience where you follow something that lights you up without having to rationalize it and it helps you, send me a DM on Instagram. I absolutely love hearing from you. I love hearing what benefits you're getting from this podcast. And I'm always so keen to hear feedback from these episodes. So come and hang out with me on Instagram. I post on there pretty much every day. I'm all over stories and I'm posting lots of tips around mindset, health, fitness, nutrition, and just some little tidbits about my life as well being a business owner, being a health coach, being a fitness coach in my new job as well. So I would absolutely love to see you there. All right. Enjoy. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are enjoying it, it would be really, really helpful if you could um, leave a rating and review on this podcast so that more people can find this podcast and so that I can also keep creating amazing content for you. All right. Bye for now. Bye.